We're going to have to run down from the base. From the top line. Just uh, to do the Mishnah, because we're going on the Mishnah. The Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Aleph. Lamed Aleph said, you're not allowed to chop wood from beams that are uh, waiting to be used in construction, and not from a beam that was actually part of a, a building that broke on Yantar. And then the mission said, and you can't chop using various tools. You can't use a cardome, kind of an axe, or a saw, or a, or a scythe, just a, a regular knife, which is not a clue, it's not a special clue used for uh, chopping wood. So you might ask, the heart is a stira, right? The safest seems to imply you can chop wood, but you can't chop wood with, uh, with a clue, umnus. You have to use uh, a home kind of a knife. Vahamid Reisha, but you said in the Reisha, in Vavakim Kla, you can't chop at all. So, apparently there's a misunderstanding here in the Gemara. Right? The Gemara is thinking now that the reason why you can't chop is because of Tircha or something. So the Gemara says, I'm repeating Mishma, no, no, no. No, that's not the issue. If you read the Mishnah, it's a little bit faster. This is what the Mishnah should really be saying. The Mishnah is saying, You can't chop wood, from a pile, an arrangement of beams arranged for building, for construction. Also not from a beam of a building that breaks and Yamtavan becomes now useful for chopping, right? Those are mukta. They weren't set aside before Yamtav for fuel for firewood. But you could chop, you know, could chop a piece of wood that broke on Erev Yamtav. So anything that breaks on Erev Yamtav, what do you do with it? That's all made for firewood. That's considered mukhan. Then you could chop. And when you go ahead and chop such a wood that's not mukta, so there's still halachas. You can't use anything to chop. In Mavakin, you can't chop with professional tools. Loba kardom, not with a kind of an axe. Loba magol, not with a saw. With a size. Loba megir, not with a saw. Loba kubitz, just with a, a knife. And in Aviyachi, in Mavakin, you can't chop wood. Lomina sarshal kar is not from an arrangement, a pile of beams for construction. Lomina karish and nishbub yamtum, not from a beam that's part of a building that breaks off on yamtiv. Because these things are not minamuchan. And the mukta, you can only use wood that's mukhan. Once it's mukhan, then you have to do it in a way that it's not a kli woman. So now the Gemara is going to discuss a little cardome. It's not to use a, a cardome, which is something like an axe. So actually, a cardome, it's got like a wideish blade. And sometimes a cardome has at the other end a, uh, a narrow blade. And the mission said you could use a kupitz. A kupitz apparently is like a more narrow blade. But sometimes it has at the back a wider blade. So that wider blade of the kupitz is kind of like a kardom. That narrower blade of a kardom is kind of like a kupitz. So let's see in the Gemara. So when the Mishnah says you shouldn't use a kardom, that's only the nakhus. The nakhus refers to the wide head. The wide head of it, that's the part that's considered a kardom. And after you can't use that. But the other side, the pointy, the narrower side, that's mutter which is basically the side that is like kupitz. So the Gemara says, of course you can use the zachus, the narrow side. The kupitz, the Mishnah says you can use a kupitz. So the Gemara says, well, yeah, the Mishnah said I can use a kupitz, but at the time I might have thought, how do you mean the kupitz That which the Mishnah says I can use a kupitz is only when it's a kupitz In other words, when it's purely a kupitz, it's one blade on a, on a handle. It's a kupitz. So that's the, the Mishnah said I can use a kardum kupitz, but if it's one tool, and one end of it is a kardom, and the other end is a kupitz, 
Amos. So then I might say, Migu the Haigis Aser, since Migu that this side is Aser, the Kardam side is Aser. Maybe Haigis and Amyas, the other side, the Kubit side is also Aser. And that's what Rav Khinan of Arshamai was saying. No, even when there's a Kardam on one side and a Kubit on the other, you can use the Kubit side. Teach this member of Rav Chinnah Bar Shemaya and the Seifa. The mission says, "El Bakubit, you should only use the Kubit. You should only use this knife, this narrow blade." Am Rav Chinnah Bar Shemaya, which Midirav Leish Anu El Bezachus. That's only when you're using the pointy side of it. Ahu Benakus but the wide side of it that resembles the Kardom, that's also. So the Gemara says, "Of course, you can't use the wide side. That's a Kardom." The mission says, "El Bakubit Kardom, you can't use the Kardom. It's not El Bakubit Kardom. It's not." So the Gemara says, "No." It's a chinnish because now the time I might have thought when the Mishnah says not to use the kardom, handing the kardom, that's a kardom meaning a exclusive kardom with the handle. I have a kubit with kardom, but if it's one tool, it's a kubit on the one hand, on the one side, and a kardom on the other. Maybe migoda haigis shari since the one side is a mutter, kubit side haigis and amishari, the other side is also mutter. Kamashmulan, I know that the kubit side is mutter and the kardom side is aser. Says the Mishnah, you have a bias. Shumali payas. A bayas, a building, a structure full of payas. The payas are obviously useful and muhan for being eaten and consumed and empty. But it's sealed up in a bias and there's no way to gain access. There's no door, there's no window, it's completely sealed up. So what's the only way to get in there? You have to break it. That's stira. Stira is a malacha. Vinifchas. And it became pachos, meaning something was taken away and actually there was a window that opened up and you can now get the food. So you can take food out of that makom bachas in that place where an opening was made. You can take out the food. That means the food is not muksa. Not only is the food not muksa, you can even be pochis, you can even make an opening the chachila and take the food out. Now, the shaila is, first of all, am I, why, how could Rabbi Meir say, that you're allowed to break it. You're breaking an oil. Your mom is taking a building. Even if it's not a building, it's, a, it's an oil. It's not like a tent. It's something more temporary. But still, there's an iser to make an oil and to be sosa an oil. So how could it be there be matir and iser there isa? We're not talking about a proper oil. We're not talking about a proper structure. What are we talking about? It's basically piled up bricks. These bricks, means they're not actually attached together with mortar. And that's a proper structure. It's just bricks just piled one on top of the other on top of the other. There's just there's just gravity holding one, you know, them into place. And in such a thing, there's no mulacha of of baina or sizer. So he's assuming that there's no problem even of uh, even of muktzah over here. I mean, there's no problem of binin and stira, and there's no other problem either. So the Gemara has a question. There's no problem of binyan and stira, but maybe there's a problem of mukzani. If you have bricks, they're left over from from building. In other words, you were constructing and you had a certain amount of bricks there to be used. After the construction project is complete, so the remaining bricks, it's mutter to carry them away. They're not mukta. Shabbata, even on Shabbos, why? Since they're fit, the Mizgala to rest in them, and where they can be used as a chair, as a, as a support, and therefore, since they're useful, and they're no longer uh, designated for the use in the construction, so Mavela, they're considered Muhan. It's like when the brick, when the, it's like when the wood in the, in the previous mission is broken off, automatically it's omade for fire. So here too, these bricks, when they're no longer needed for what they were designated for, they're automatically omade, the Mizgala to lean on them, to sit on them, and they're not Muqsa. Shraginu, but if he takes them and he sets them up, he, he piles them up again, 
for construction once again. So then certainly he's Mekatsadas. And then when they become Muktza. The Gemara is saying here too, if you have this, uh, this bricks piled up in a way that they're designated for something specific, not to be carried around, not to be used for Limizgulah, it's used in this bias, so that would certainly be considered a Muktza. It's not, it's not meant to be moved around and it should be Muktza. So why isn't that also? So I'm going you're right. There is an issue of Moksa, but the mission is talking about Biyamtiv. Biyamtiv, when it's a special heter in Yamtiv, since there's food inside, the Vimeir holds it to say heter for Ochel Nefesh to be metal to the Moksa to get there. Have a low Shabbos and Shabbos is Takas, or Tani Nemach, and the Rice says it clearly. You can even make an opening in this structure of an hotel, and you can take the food. Biyamtiv, not only Biyamtiv. Have a low Shabbos, but certainly not in Shabbos, and Shabbos, what's the heter? It's at least Muktzah, even if it's not steer, but on Yamtiv, if it's Muktzah, then we could be Matir. And Tesis in the last line spells it out that they're Matir Muktzah because of Ochel Nefesh, according to Rabbi Yam. Tells the Gemara. Right. Amr Shemul, Chosamr Shabakarka. Shemul says, Chosamr Shabakarka, you have a seal in the ground. What does it mean a seal in the ground? A door. You have, let's say, an opening into a pit, a cave, a cistern, and you have a seal, a door. So sometimes the door is tied with the string of rope. So Matir, you can untie that rope. Why is it wanted to untie the rope? You tied it with the kavana that when you wanted to get in, you would untie it. That's not called a kesher shol kayama. A kesher, a knot that's tied in order to be untied, in order to be tied, in order to be untied, that's mutter, kind of like shoelaces. So these chosomish of you can untie the knot. Avaloma fkia, but you're not allowed to be unravel the rope. Avalochodich, you also couldn't cut it. Because since it's attached to the ground, unraveling the rope or cutting the rope is considered a form of stira. It's only considered a stira, but it's considered a stira. That's when it's attached to the ground. But if these seals, if this door is attached to a kli, so then matter you can untie it, certainly. You can even unravel the, the rope itself, but you can cut it. Because there's a rule, when it's attached to the ground, you can only untie it and tie it, but you cannot unravel it or cut it. When it's attached to kalim, you can untie it, you can unravel it, and you can cut it. There's no difference and all of this between Shabbos and Yamtiv. So, for fact, the Gemara Meisvei, the Brisa says it differently. The Brisa says Chosamishabakarka. These doors in the ground. The Shabbos on Shabbos Taka Matthew, you can untie the knot. You can unravel it and you can't cut it. But Yamtiv, even when it's attached to the ground, you could be Matir Umafkiyavachotech. Oh, so here you see that there is a difference. On Yamtiv, you can be matter and also mafkia, also unravel, and also chaytiv. So that's a steer. Shmuel says, both on Shabbos and on Yamtiv, you can only untie it, but you can't be mafkia v'chotech. Here it says, you could be mafkia v'chotech. So the Gemara says, Hamani Rabbi Meir. This is like Rabbi Meir. The Rabbi Meir that we learned in the Mishnah, the Amr Af Pochis Tchatkila, he says you can open up an, in- an opening into this building, remove the bricks, even as an issue of Mokta. And if he's matter because of Simchas Yamtiv to get to your food, to be Pochis Tchatkila, and don't take the food out, so who are then? be matter, yes, in here of being mafkia and of being chotech the rope. The rope. We plead here about the rabbanon are you going to be there? Just like in the mission of the rabbanon say, if it opens up, you can take the food out. But you can't make the opening yourself. So here too, the rabbanon would say, you can't remove, you can't unravel and cut that rope. But no, and so the Gemara asks, "Do we plead here, Rabbanan? Do the Rabbanan argue on Shmuel on on Rabbi Neir b'Chosamish b'Karka? Are they going to argue? We're going to actually see in a brayso that they don't argue. A time of the brayso says, 'Moldim Chachamim Rabbi Meir.' The Rabbanan agree. B'Chosamish b'Karka, Shabbos on Shabbos Matir, Avlo Mafkev Lachadishin, and Tayyad, and you can't break it, unravel it, or cut it. And Biyamtev, you could be Matir Umafkev Lachotich. Here's Mufresh that the Rabbanan agree to Rabbi Meir Matir Umafkev Lachotich. 
So Gemara says, no, there's another Tana. Who don't work here? Tana. Shimon holds like the other Tana. The Tanya, it says, for some reason, the Tarka, Matir, Avalom of Kiyavalo Chotel, he can't unravel them, he can't cut them. Echav Shabbos, Yachadam, to vote on Shabbos, and on Yachadam. Now, the Brisa continues, but we'll see that tomorrow. Just one point that I neglected to mention. We said that according to um, the Tanakama, you can't make an opening, but if it, someone else makes an opening, an opening happens to be, you can take the food out. Why isn't it Muksa? If it's locked inside, the only way to get there is to be over an Isser. Why isn't it Muksa Machmas Isser? So since it's only an Isser Rabbanan, explains it's only an Isser to get there, we don't say that something becomes Muksa if there's an Isser to get there. If there's an Isser Isa, to get there, then it will be considered a muksa. If it's only a nitzvah it's not considered a muksa. That's what we're in the Gemara elsewhere.